and thank you for tuning in to the Stuff I Heard podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Peak. Uh, it's good to be back off vacation. Uh, I posted on different social medias that I was sorry that uh, last week's uh, podcast got eaten by an ad at, uh, sort of a joke on the, my dog ate my homework kind of thing. Uh, but the reality was, was that I was on vacation. And so I was busy uh, living life and enjoying time uh, outside of obligations. Uh, I had actually taken my computer and some things to do a podcast, but we filled up all of that time with doing things. And to me, that is the most important part. Uh, living life, living something worth talking about. Uh, one of the things, one of the reasons that I like people like Joe Rogan and Adam Carolla and Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura um, is these people are doing things. They're not just, they're not just existing. Um, I saw a <clears throat> tattoo this past week uh, that said, stand for something so you don't fall for anything. And I've heard that before. I don't know where the saying comes from. But it was a young lady's tattoo on her back, um, in the center of her back. And I thought, well, okay, that's a good saying to share with other people, but who's reading it on your back? And at what point is that necessary for you? Um, for me, I've always had my tattoos where I could see them because I wanted to see them. Uh, to me, that's a saying that you want to see for yourself. That's, uh, I don't know that it, you know, whatever. Um, but there's a lot, there's a lot of truth to that, right? You gotta, you gotta stand for something. You gotta believe in something. You gotta believe in yourself. You have to find yourself worth. Uh, oftentimes people's insecurities get them in trouble. Um, I'm a big Star Wars fan and the Yoda quote of, uh, fear leads to hate, hate leads to anger, anger leads to suffering. That's true. If I look back at my life, every time I've been angry, it's because I've been afraid for something. I've been afraid for myself. I've been afraid for other people. I've been afraid of the situation. And from that, anger has turned into a hatred and has turned into a suffering of some kind. Eventually, it turns into someone's hurt, right? And so, you know, I, I don't know. I've, I've tried to live my life as much of a live the moment as you can uh, with the understanding that you know, we all make decisions in life and we all have to live with those decisions. And sometimes you have to weigh those decisions. I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyway, back to the point. I went to Disney this past week, went to Disney World with my wife and my mom and stepdad met us down there. Um, they, uh, they had planned a vacation during this week because it just happens to be one of the few weeks that my mom is not crazy busy with her uh, duties being a professor and a, a nurse practitioner and a public speaker speaking on behalf of nurses and nurse practitioners. And so this was an opportunity for her to go and she wanted us to go too. And my wife will jump at the opportunity to go to Disney World anytime she gets. And I will go anytime I get to see my wife uh, extremely happy. Uh, <laughs> I like it as well, but um, I go more because I love seeing her enjoy life and Disney world is one of the few places where my wife can go and really 
she's in her element. She's excited. She's happy. She's transformed into a, into a little girl. Um, and for a lot of people, they don't understand why that's important. Um, for me, I think it's important because as you get older, time has a way of catching up with you. Time has a way of grabbing a hold of you and enveloping you and getting away from you. And when you look back and you go, wow, I've wasted a lot of time or I've, I've blinked and all of a sudden 10 years have passed. And so any time that you can forget about the burdens of your day or the burdens of your life, um, it's fun to let yourself go. And Disney's one of those places where it doesn't matter your age. Uh, Walt has designed an idea in a park so that parents can enjoy going to the park as much as their kids. That was one of his quotes. He said, I wanted to design a park where the parents would have just as much fun as the kids playing. And he's done that. Um, there's a lot of ideas that he had that really came true. He designed a place that was going to be clean, that was going to be fun, that was going to constantly live and grow and change and adapt so that everyone, once they stepped on the property, would just be enveloped by this kid-like nature. Um, and I got to see grown adults just totally excited that they get to see Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse or a parade or be on a ride or whatever it is. Um, or, you know, I don't know, for me, um, getting to be in, in Batu in Star Wars area of Hollywood studios. So anyway, um, let me take you back. So we, Last week, uh, went down to Disney World. We checked in on a Saturday. We were able to stop on the way and see my wife's parents. Um, we checked in on a Saturday. We looked at our room. We stayed in a sort of a budget-type place. Um, I say budget because when you walk in the room, it's, uh, it's not a big room. Um, right off the bat, you notice a table on the left that converts into a Murphy bed that pulls out of the wall. Inside of it is, I don't know if it's a queen bed or a double bed. It's it's kind of a small bed, um, but there's two beds in the room. There's another bed on the corner, <clears throat> just in case uh, in case you wanted to just have one bed, or if you wanted to use the table as a table. Um, we did both. Uh, we used the bed and the table. Uh, we normally sleep in a bigger bed, so it was nice to have our own space to kind of spread out on these other beds um, and not wake each other up as we're tossing and turning in the middle of the night. But uh, the table was useful uh, to eat at, and for us, our big thing is we're not going to be in the room much. We're going to be there to sleep. So for us, the location was important. Uh, we stayed at Pop Century. There are two hotels right there together, Pop Century and, and um, Animation, Art of Animation, where the Skyliner uh, comes to your hotel. Now, that's really big for us because that allows us a lot of ease of access to get into two of the parks. With the Skyliner, they're like gondolas, uh, you get on it and it's continuous loading, um, it's open ventilation, it's nice. You go over a couple of lakes, you go over you know some areas that you wouldn't normally want to walk that far, and it'll take you to Epcot, and it'll take you to Hollywood Studios. Um, 
It also has other hotels attached. Uh, Beach Club, Caribbean Beach Club, and Riviera are also attached uh, to the different um, Skyliners. And I hope that they continue to grow the Skyliner um, transportation. Uh, As it stands currently, I can see how taking those people staying at those hotels off of the roads has allowed for an ease of flow of the buses so that you're not having to carry guests back and forth with a bus and just congest the roads that much more. Uh, Plus, it allows the guests the ease of just walking down and getting into a Skyliner and not having to think about really anything. It's not overcrowded. There's plenty of room to bring your... um, If you're handicapped, you can have your um, wheelchair, scooter thing uh, loaded onto a special area. Um, They're able to help you on and off very easily. If you have kids and you have strollers, they allow you to do that with the other um, regular gondolas. It fits right in with no problem. Uh, Some of the double ones that are like gigantic size, they have to fold up. But um, the ease is very easy. So anyway, um, we like it. We're going to probably continue to stay there. Uh, for quite a while. Uh, in the past, we've stayed at a lot of different places. Uh, Beach Club is nice uh, because it is right by the back gate of Epcot. <clears throat> but the charge is is pretty high. It's a nice room. It is a really nice room. Um, but again, you're, we're not in the room much. We're in the parks. Um, for us, going to the parks is a big deal. So I'm going to post some videos uh, in the upcoming time periods of things that we've found and things that we enjoyed. I got a room review of our room. I'll post that as well um, and kind of share some stuff with you. They've decorated the parks in such a way that looks fun for kids and for adults. There's plenty of people taking pictures of all kinds of things around the park, which is great. Um, One of the things about going was we were going to celebrate my birthday while we were down there. Um, So that was kind of a thing that we were looking forward to. Now, there's three new rides since the last time we went, and we wanted to ride all three of them, but we didn't know exactly how this was going to work. Since the last time we went, they have things like Genie Plus and the Lightning Lanes. And we hear it's a system of a virtual queue, which we had done virtual queues before with Rise of the Resistance whenever it came out. Uh, The virtual queue was interesting because we would have to get set an alarm, and at 7 a.m., Uh, be able to tap on the thing on your phone, the My Disney app on your phone, and be able to try to get into a virtual queue to ride the ride. And you have to design your day to figure out when you can get on that ride and try to be there when it's time. Now, that's how it used to be. And they still sort of have that in place with two rides with the new Tron ride at Disney World and with Guardians of the Galaxy at Epcot. And when you get in that virtual queue and you tap the button at 7 a.m., you aren't necessarily guaranteed a spot. Um, You have to be on there at 7 a.m. and click the button because usually at like 3 after, uh, everything is already gone for the day or gone till 1 1 p.m. At 1 p.m., they open it up again and you have to be in the park at 1 p.m., and you have to do the same thing again to try to get on the ride. If you've ridden it once, you can't do it twice that day if you do it just virtual queue. Now, they have a new thing 
that's tied into the individual lightning lane, which is a pay for a spot service. But again, you have to be up at 7 a.m. and you have to be clicking on the button at 7 a.m. to get a spot. Uh, you can do it at 7 and you can do it at 1. And it usually costs, it costs a fee per person. And we wanted to make sure that we were able to ride the new rides without a without missing it. Um, so we had kind of talked to some friends who had been, and <clears throat> my friend who's been on the podcast before, Jan, had, had talked to us about it. And, you know, he told me, he said, listen, just pay for the things. You know you want to ride them. It's worth it. When you pay for it, you're guaranteed a spot. Uh, you'll walk basically right on the ride. And I was like, okay, you had me at, at walk right on the ride. So we got there and our day Saturday was just checking into the hotel and going to get some groceries at the local Publix. Um, there was a super Walmart nearby, but we decided to go to Publix because we don't have a Publix here in Florence. And we thought, hey, that sounds kind of nice. Let's go there. And they have nice stuff. So anyway, um, I'm sure it probably costs a little bit more to eat at Publix than it does Walmart. But again, we don't have one here, so it's kind of nice to splurge and see something different. So we spent about, I'd say about hundred and close to $140 worth of groceries. Uh, but we picked up stuff for us and for my mom and, and Dan. And um, they didn't need a lot. She just asked for some Doritos and water. <laughs> so most of it was just stuff for us. But we had planned on making sandwiches to feed us for a few days, all of four of us. Um, and so, you know, we splurged a little bit here and there. We had a tiny little fridge in our in our room, uh, but it was big enough to hold the stuff that we needed to keep cold. Um, so we kind of have done this enough to know what to get and how to plan and how to how to get the stuff in the fridge uh, with our coffee creamers and such like that. So anyway, Sunday hits and they're expected to drive into town Sunday. We don't know exactly what time. But my wife had went ahead and booked us to go into Disney World so that we could go ahead and try to get on Tron. Because we thought, number one, my, my mom has rheumatoid arthritis and my stepdad has had open heart uh, catheters put into his heart. Uh, or not open heart, but he has, he's got catheters put in. And he's on kind of blood medicine and blood pressure medicine. And, you know, we weren't really sure what their physical ability was going to be if they would ride these rides. We knew that we wanted to ride Tron. So... Her point was, let's see if we can get on the ride, see what it's like, and then kind of whenever they hit town, sit down and talk to them and see if if they physically can do some of these rides or if we need to avoid some rides due to the the intensity of it or whatever. Um, but also they may have an interest in one thing and not another. So we, we you know, we, we wanted to kind of get a feel for things. And also, you know, if they physically couldn't walk to all the things we wanted to do, we wanted to run <clears throat> run through the park and hit those things really hard on Sunday. And we did. <clears throat> we got up early Sunday morning. We went ahead and bought our Genie Plus. Or no, we didn't do Genie Plus on Sunday. Genie Plus is something else I'll talk about in just a second. So <clears throat> we got up super early and we thought, okay, we just want to ride Tron. And maybe a couple other things, but we'll just see how it goes. So we got up and super early we got on online and I went ahead and bought the individual lightning lane to get onto Tron. We rode Tron at 9 a.m. Uh, and was immediately blown away. And we're like, we need to do this again. So <clears throat> I knew that I'd already missed my virtual queue for that day to get onto it because I just 
I didn't do it at 7 a.m. So I knew at 1 o'clock I could do it. And I thought, well, I mean, if I catch it at 1 o'clock, I'll see if I can get in the queue. I mean, that's probably not going to be able to, to happen, but I'll try. So we left that ride and we went around and started riding other rides. We rode Seven Doors Mine Train. Um, <clears throat> we went around and got onto um, uh, Big Thunder Railroad. We rode all the big rides right off the bat, Space Mountain, you know, all of the stuff. And we rode, I think we counted 15 rides that day, including riding Tron twice and uh, the Seven Doors Mine Train twice. I mean, we rode everything as much as possible, and it was a blast. Um, Tron is really cool. Tron is smooth. It has an immediate takeoff that's really fast because it's, it's supposed to be these motorcycles that accelerate. It's, um, it's fast, but... To me, the way you sit, it doesn't feel as fast as, say, Rock and Roller Coaster, which has a similar takeoff. Um, but then the rest of the ride is smooth. You don't go upside down. You don't do anything crazy. It's just, it's like riding a motorcycle. You just, you know, back and forth, left and right, up and down, up and down, turn, and then it's over. It's like, a, it's less than a minute ride. Um, but it's really fun. Uh, the acceleration is fun. It is very smooth. And I thought, well... We'll talk to them about this and see if they like it. And if they do, we'll come back and do it. So <clears throat> we went, you know, wrote everything, uh, had a great day filling up our day with all kinds of fun stuff. Um, that morning, um, we had actually talked about, you know, we need to get out of here at a certain time and meet up with them so that we can figure out what they can do. And so they touched base with us, uh, we ended up getting into Tron a second time. I got, I was able to get into the queue at one o'clock. Um, we ended up riding the ride, leaving the park, uh, finding them at their hotel. And we brought them the groceries that we had got them and sat down and talked to them about, okay, what do you want to do? What can you do? You know, what's, what's your limitations? Uh, we're going to try to, you know, morph our day around whatever you guys are up for. And so I didn't know much about, um, Genie Plus, um, I knew that we were going to buy it because I'd heard people talk about it enough that I thought, okay, well, this is worth it. And so when it, when it came time to do that, um, the next day we decided to go ahead and buy Tron for all four of us because they were like, this sounds like fun. Cause we told them it's smooth. There's just a takeoff. But then after that, it doesn't shake you very much. It doesn't, it's not crazy. It's just, it's just a fast takeoff basically. And everything else is just a smooth back and forth and you're done. And so they were like, yeah, hey, let's do that. And so I bought the, I bought the thing for all four of us for that. And then the Genie Plus, I went ahead and bought and then I started booking uh, virtual queues for rides. That way we wouldn't have to wait in line for a ridiculous amount of time. Because the day before, Seven Doors Mine Train, we got in line and it said 45 minutes or 35 minutes and it ended up being oh, like an hour. And I was like, eh, yeah, we need to buy this. So we were able to do that. Um, oh, and Seven Doors Mine Train can be purchased. That's another one at Disney World that you can purchase. Um, we didn't realize that till later and I got it and it was like, it was a, it was a reduced price. Uh, the Lightning Lane for Tron, I think was $20 a person and the uh, the one for Seven Doors Mine Train was $13 a person. And I know out there people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I'm paying all this money for the park and for staying there and for eating. And, and then I got to pay to ride these rides too. 
No, you don't have to. You can wait in line. Um, yeah, you're more than willing to like wait in line. And they have the virtual queue if you want to get in the virtual queue to ride them. But, but, if you want to bypass all of that and spend a little money, um, for us, it's worth it. Uh, it wouldn't normally be worth it if we were in a different financial situation. The last time we went, uh, my wife had been unemployed and I had been out for months with an eye injury and was only getting a fraction of my my normal money. Um, so if we'd have gone during that time, we probably wouldn't have bought anything because um, we were trying to go on a budget. And we did be able to have a good time on a budget. And you still can. You're just going to wait longer. So we spent the money this time because we're both working and we're both doing well and we both have paid off things. And, you know, you you set up your life so that you can enjoy some things along the way if you plan correctly. It just depends on what's important to you. For us, having financial freedom was worth it. So we did the Dave Ramsey thing and we paid off everything. Um, all we owe is the house. And that's important. Uh, so, And we're working on that. So anyway, next day, uh, you know, like I said, back to the day, Sunday, with the parents. Or is that Sunday or Monday? I don't know. I'm losing track of my days here. It is Monday. Okay, so Monday in the park, Disney, Walt Disney World. Uh, we get them on Tron right off the bat. Um, both of them are blown away. Uh, we got some great photos. The My Disney app is tied into a photo pass, and I got some great photos of them blasting off and we were riding right behind them and I kept looking at my stepdad who's I'm worried about his blood pressure. I'm worried if he's going to be able to to physically do this stuff because it does pull some a little bit of G-force and it looked like he was kind of struggling with it. Um, but he said, this is great. And then, you know, mom's mom was just ecstatic. She loved it. But we went around and we rode everything. Uh, we rode the, the, the people mover first. We got on the carousel progress because our time slot on Monday was like 9.15, um, but that would allow them to kind of get started with something in the park. And we went a big jump from Carousel of Progress to Tron. <laughs> but they did great. They had a good time. Um, we just went at their pace. Um, I would walk a ways and then keep looking over my shoulder to see where they were. Um, they seemed to do better with me leading the way because they didn't know where they were going. So it just worked out better that way. Um, we were able to see a parade during the day. Uh, Mom got some great photos. There was, um, it was just a fun day. The weather cooperated. We got some photos up front with the ladies who were doing the, the photo stuff up front. Um, they were able to superimpose the thing where Tinkerbell was in my wife and my mom's hand, which was adorable. Uh, <laughs> we did uh, Seven Doors Mine Train, which they both enjoyed. We did uh, the Big Thunder Railroad. We we did we did almost everything that we did the day before with just me and my wife. But my mom and stepdad really kept up and rode a bunch of rides and had a good time. And we even made it all the way to dinner. Um, where we were able to see some fireworks. <clears throat> we found a little spot to sit and waited it out and saw the fireworks that night, and it was great. Uh, my wife's plan was to come back again on Friday and see the fireworks again, so we kind of knew that was coming. 
I found a thing on the phone, the My Genie, my, my uh, what is it called? The My Disney app. There's a thing when you buy Genie that also has a thing on your photo passes. Um, if you have the photo passes that day, you can play around with stuff where you can use like Snapchat filters. And I was able to do one where I look like Bobo Fett and one where I look like the Genie. And they have a couple where you can have like Mickey over your shoulder or Minnie Mouse over your shoulder or Groot. Um, it was fun to play with. Uh, the My Genie thing uh, fluctuates on price. Now, this is per person. Uh, pretty much every day we used it, it was around $18 a day. Uh, but I heard that during spring break, they were up to $35 a day. And they sold out with a, within a very short period of time. So it is a thing where you got to plan your vacation around times when they're not normally busy if you want to save a little money or if you want to even be able to do some of this stuff. For us, our kids are grown, so we don't have to do it whenever the kids are out of school. We try to do it when kids are in school. That way it's less people. So it allows us more freedoms to do the things that we like to do. All right, so the next day, this would probably be Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday. <clears throat> we went to Disney Hollywood Studios and we had showed uh, mom and Dan how to use the buses. Uh, we told them we were to meet and we did the Skyliner over and was able to go right in. And our goal right off the bat was we had bought our uh, Genie Plus for the day because we realized it worked so great the first day walking past everybody in line to just basically walk onto the ride was nice. Um, so we knew that we were going to go ahead and buy Genie Plus for all of us and that we were going to get the um, in the virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance or buy. We're going to buy by Rise of the Resistance. That way we could ride it and they could see what it's like and we could get it out of the way early. So we had to plot our day. And our day was going to be plotted towards, first off, Slinky Dog Dash. Uh, I knew right off the bat that everyone was going to love Slinky Dog Dash. It's a smooth little roller coaster in the Toy Story area. Right across from it is the uh, Toy Story Mania. I was able to, I couldn't get a virtual queue for Slinky Dog Dash, but I could for Toy Story Mania. So I said, let's just go there. Let's get in line early. The line's going to be shorter the earlier we go. We'll try to get in as early as possible. We'll get in Slinky Dog. I'll go ahead and get the virtual queue for Toy Story Mania. And that way we can walk right on that ride. And then we've bought the Rise of the Resistance in the Star Wars Batu area. We'll go over there and we'll ride it. And then we'll see if we can get a virtual queue for the Millennium Falcon. Uh, so that's what we did. We were able to ride Slinky Dog. Everyone really loved that. Uh, my mom said that was her favorite ride and she wanted to ride it again. We uh, were able to get on to Toy Story Mania, which everybody loved. We knew they'd love it because we love it. And it's really fun. It's a game that you ride on where you use these goggles and you shoot uh, little pies at things. It's it's an adorable, fun ride game thing. I don't exactly know how to describe it other than that. Uh, and then we went straight to um, the Batu uh, Star Wars area, straight to the Millennium Falcon because, you know, Mom's a Star Wars fan, just like I am. So I was able to immediately show her that. We went in several of the shops. Um, we had booked uh, Olga's Cantina for like a lunch snack thing. 
And I kept looking around for characters to walk around, and there wasn't a whole lot. We saw Stormtroopers, we saw Kylo Ren, and that was about it. I kept expecting Chewie or Ray or, you know, something, but that that was about it. Normally when we go, we see tons of people walking around in costume. This wasn't the case today. I don't exactly know why, if it was the heat or the volume of people or what, uh, but... We went to ride Rise of the Resistance, and it was down for most of the day. They were having some technical problems, and that sort of resonated through the day there. That is their most technical ride. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of things that can go wrong, and things went wrong. So we went to ride it. We weren't able to. We got on the uh, Millennium Falcon ride, Smuggler's Run, and I put Mom into the pilot seat that goes up or down, and was able to use the warp drive because I wanted her to do it and see it from that seat. Um, I've done it. I made Dolores do it. Um, I didn't know if Dan would enjoy it at all, but uh, I figured, all right, this is our one time I'm putting mom in seat. She's going to make us do light speed. <laughs> so uh, she did that. We crashed a lot. It was fun. Everybody had a good time. Uh, we went and ate at Olga's Cantina. Uh, had a great little snack we had they only offer two food things because they kind of want you in and out of there pretty quickly so they have like a chips and salsa thing i forget what they call it and then they have a charcuterie board that's all kinds of interesting stuff that looks interesting and tastes good and um, all of their drinks are good we had the non-alcoholic versions uh, but they were still delicious i uh, got pictures and video for that and um <clears throat> Then we went uh, towards the front part of the park and were able to get onto the Star Tours ride, which is the first Star Wars ride that was there before they had a, a, an ownership in Star Wars. Uh, it's the virtual simulator ride. It was really fun. And then we went up front and I was able to use the um, Genie Plus to get us onto Mickey's Runaway Railway. Um, had a great time riding that. We had dinner plans for the Brown Derby that night because we had bought a package that allowed us to eat at the Brown Derby and then get special seating for the nighttime show, which is fantastic. And the Rise of the Resistance still wasn't up, so we decided, all right, let's just take a break. It's really hot out here. Let's go back to the room and take a little nap. I'm kind of tired. Uh, we burnt we burnt the midnight oil yesterday going from from the time the park opened till the time they closed. So we all went back to our rooms, uh, got cleaned up a little bit, took a little bit of a nap, came back. We ate dinner at the Brown Derby. And as we were eating, the queue came on our phones and said, Hey, rise of resistance is up. You guys can come back now, which is good because we paid for it. And I was starting to panic thinking, okay, if, if we don't get the, don't get on this, I'm kind of disappointed because this is one of my favorite rides. And I really want them to see it more than anything. I really want them to see it because it is, it is an awesome ride. Um, so we went back after dinner. Uh, we were able to get on the ride. It was great. It did break down a couple of times while we were on it in different stages of the ride. It would suddenly just stop doing anything. And I don't know what's going on there. Um, but it was cool to ride. Everybody had a good time. Um, and that was able to, finish out our night so that we could then go and uh, go to the fireworks show, watch it, 
and you got to imagine walking around the park here, we're averaging about, I think we looked it up, we averaged between um, six and 8,000 steps per day, each of us, uh, sometimes more. So a lot of walking, a lot of walking, which is, I was worried about them being able to do, but they did it and they were fine. Um, you know, I was, I was getting sore and I was like, if I'm sore, they gotta be sore, but they kept at it. So good for them. Um, all right. So Wednesday was going to be our animal kingdom day. <clears throat> they had, uh, tickets to go to a breakfast on site that was going to be with characters. And, um, we didn't, we didn't schedule that. Um, we've done the character breakfasts before, um, this is kind of fun just for them to do alone. So they went and did that. We met them inside the park and uh, took them over to the Pandora avatar area. Uh, we were able to get them on a queue to do the um, flight of passage, which is where you're riding on the Banshee as an avatar. And then the river boat of Navi, um, which we had a fun joke about whether it was a river or a boat or a river boat. Uh, <laughs> and then we walked through the park and did the jungle cruise, the, the safari jungle adventure. Um, we were able to see Kevin walking around the park, the big bird from up. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we just, we had a great day after that. We just kind of walked around at our own pace. We did a gorilla falls nature walk, which is really nice. Um, if you've never done that, you need to do that. Um, there's a show on Disney Plus that shows you a lot of the behind the scenes of how they take care of the animals. And because of that, we also did uh, Rafiki's Nature Trail, which is a uh, you ride a train over to an area and then you can see inside of their park area where they have the uh, hospital. So if they're ever working on an animal, you can actually see them working on the animal through the glass. Um they have uh, things there for kids to pet um, goats, uh, baby goats, baby sheep. And uh, they have a thing there for um, a drawing class where they can teach you how to draw some of your favorite uh, Disney animals. Uh, while we were in there, they were going to draw Timon from Lion King. Uh, the lady was given a class on how to do that. And... Uh, <clears throat> They have a bunch of snakes and bugs inside of glass that you can see. Kind of cool to look at. But anyway, so we went through all of that, and then I was able to get us into a photo pass session with Mickey and Minnie. Um, and to me, this was my favorite part of the whole thing because I know that I know that my mom and my wife are big Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse fans. And they both, I got photos of both of them looking like they were just little kids, super excited, um, getting pictures taken with Mickey and Minnie. And that made my day. That was awesome. Um, we, uh, my wife and I were able to get on to the Mount Everest. Um, I forget what it's called. It's the, it's the ride with the Yeti. <laughs> the one where the track is tore up, you go backwards and then you go forwards. We rode it like three times, um, as a single riders. You can get on, on and off of it pretty quickly. It was a lot of fun. We ate at Yak and Yeti, which is a great restaurant. Uh, we've never gotten in there before, never really tried. Not exactly sure why. Um, it is a little expensive, but the dinner was fantastic. 
Um, and that brings us to the next day. We went to Epcot. And <clears throat> my wife and I had snuck into Epcot that night. We had done the, the park hopper thing. So after we got done at the Animal Kingdom, they closed kind of early because the, because of the animals. They have to take care of the animals. Um, they can't scare them with fireworks. <laughs> but uh, we left and went back to the room um, and then jumped over to uh, Epcot and rode Ratatouille that night. So we knew, okay, we're taking Mom and Dan here. We need to ride Ratatouille. But also... Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be the big ride for us. So we didn't know if they could ride it, like physically. Um, we had never been on it. We had, we had no knowledge of what it was like. We've watched tons of videos on YouTube where people have tried to film it, and it really doesn't do it justice because um, it's in the dark. It's an in-the-dark roller coaster, and I'd heard people say that it's like Space Mountain, Except the track is way smoother and your car turns while you're doing all the stuff that you normally do at Space Mountain. And I was like, what? <laughs> so in my mind, I'm, I'm picturing some kind of crazy like blender action going on while you're going up and down and around things. And I thought, man, I don't know, man. My inner ear of vertigo might really give me some trouble with this. And, and I thought, man, this is going to be rough. So that morning when I got up, I went ahead and I bought two because i was like i just want to make sure that that dolores and i get to ride this and we'll kind of make a judgment call on whether or not they can ride it and so that morning we got up and we bought the two and i was like okay well i'll just get these two and we'll ride it first and then we'll meet mom and dan and we'll take them around and we'll ride stuff so i did that and right off the bat it was our favorite ride it was awesome we had a blast it is my new favorite ride at walt disney world uh it's in epcot it's amazing it is smooth it's got fun music it doesn't it doesn't turn you like i thought it would it banks into corners and stuff and does things so that it's like you're in a spaceship going through the ride through the movie it's just fun it is a fun ride uh we had a blast we both got off of it, and and I mean, you couldn't have slapped the, the smile off my face. I was having such a good time. But we met uh, <laughs> we met Mom and Dan over at Soren. Uh, we got right on the Soren. We left that and and rode the land, which I knew that they would love. Uh, it's one of our favorite rides, also because of the we love the greenhouse part where they're growing the different vegetables and fruits and stuff, and they show you all the different methods they use. It's very fascinating. I don't know why people don't like it as much, but um. I mean, there's parts of it that are, it looks boring, but to us, we love it. So uh, we rode both rides, got off of there. We decided to go to one side of the park first, um, and we had talked about doing Living with the Seas, but it turns out they did Living with the Seas while we were on Guardians of the Galaxy. So that's kind of cool. Um, you know, it's one we can skip. So we were happy to skip that. Uh, we went over to do Test Track. Uh, we rode Test Track together. Um, they seem to do okay with that. I wanted to skip mission space because, or mission to Mars, uh, because I've ridden it a few times and it's, it jiggles you a lot. And I thought, I don't think either one of them is going to enjoy this. Plus I'm a little claustrophobic and I know, uh, mom is too. I was like, nah, she's not going to enjoy this. Uh, so we skipped that. That's not a big deal. Um, but we were able to ride things on that side of the park. And in that, 
we were talking so much about Guardians, they were like, well, I want to ride it. And I was like, really? I'm like, we think we, you'd enjoy it. And it just so happens that it turned out to be um, at a time period where I could go ahead and get them in it by purchasing it. Um, and it wasn't as expensive as Tron because it's not as new as Tron. Um, I think Tron was $20 a person and the Guardians of the Galaxy was $15 a person. So I went ahead and bought there too. And it just turns out it was like right around lunchtime. So I said, okay, you guys, you guys are in for this. And I walked them over there to it. And, uh, I said, well, you know, when you come out, meet us over here at connections and we'll eat lunch. And I'd, I'd made some sandwiches that day. So we had sat down and ate some sandwiches together. They loved the ride. Um, I think Dan enjoyed it more than mom. Um, really, really, really cool ride. So we walked around and, I didn't want to have to walk them around the countries very much um, because it is so far to walk through everything. I was worried that they would physically not be able to do it. Um, it is the flower show and mom, it loves the flowers. So does my stepdad. And I wanted to show them the topiaries and I wanted to show them, I wanted to show them the lands, but I thought there's no way they can handle walking around all of this because it's a big area to walk. We had dinner reservations uh, in Mexico, uh, at their little Rio restaurant and the, um, frozen, um, ride in Norway was right beside Mexico, but that's on one side of the park. Whereas Ratatouille is in France on the other side of the park. And I thought, Oh God, how do I get them on this ride and then get them to the other ride without burning them out? Well, they surprised us. They stepped up to the plate, decided to ride everything, said, don't worry about it. We're going to walk it. We're going to enjoy it. We're going to have a good time. And they did. They walked the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> had, we were able to get onto Ratatouille. Everybody rode Ratatouille. We walked around all the countries, um, stopped along the way to have a, a Grandma Yay slushie, and was able to get onto um, the Frozen Let It Go ride. And then... Uh, we're able to um, eat dinner at Mexico, and it was great. We had a great time. And that was us doing the parks. Um, my wife and I had plans for Friday. Uh, she had planned for us to go to the Magic Kingdom on Friday because her fear was us not being able to ride Tron. But after we rode Tron and Guardians, we decided to change our plans for Friday. Uh, my mom and stepdad headed back home Friday. Um, but we were able to um, get our park change to Epcot. We rode on Guardians that morning, just the two of us, and we rode one ride and we left because we had lunch plans. We wanted to go to Disney Springs, do a little bit of shopping uh, for us and for our grandson, and we had lunch plans for um, Art Smith's Homecoming. Now, we've tried to get into Art Smith's Homecoming a lot, and we've never been able to get in. Uh, a little tip that the waitress told us is if you come up to the stand and tell them that you're willing to eat at the bar, they can sometimes work you in. She said, just a heads up in case you can't get in. This is how you kind of get in. So we'd seen videos of the Tim Tracker and other people going there, Disney food blog. Um, and we knew we wanted to try it. So we got in and our waitress was great. She told us we specialize in two things, fried chicken and moonshine. And I was like, cool. <laughs> I 
So we got us a little drink to share and we ordered some appetizers. We decided to go with the fried green tomatoes, which also came with ham um, and some uh, baby spinach. And we got the fried uh, chicken thighs with cheesy biscuits. And the chicken thighs were marinated in some kind of honey sauce. That was really good. Um, we should have just ordered the two appetizers and called it a day. But we also ordered an entree to split. We ordered the chicken and donuts, um, which was fantastic. Uh, they brine their chicken in something special. I don't know what. Uh, it says on there that they do like a dill a dill brine, and they, then they also brine them in buttermilk. Um, <clears throat> it was fantastic, really fantastic. Um, we were able to take a doggy bag with us full of stuff. We went to the Disney store at Legoland in, in, in their – I said Disney store. Went to the Lego store at, at Disney Springs. Um, we got some stuff for me. We got some stuff for the podcast room. We got some stuff for our grandson. Uh, we went shopping at the Basin, which my wife loves to go to, to get some bath bombs and bath things. Um, we went to the Disney, the Disney store, uh, the World of Disney, and loaded up on some stuff for our grandson. Um I actually think we bought maybe too much, but <laughs> he's he's in this interesting age where he likes to play games. And so we wanted to get him a couple of games that we could play. Um, Disney, in my opinion, is really missing out on the action figure element of toys. They got a lot of figurine toys that don't do anything, which is dumb, because there's a whole lot of shelves where nobody's buying any of it. For a reason, because kids don't want to play with stuff that doesn't move. Um, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I don't know who's in charge of their toy department, but um, you know, if you'd like some advice, uh, I'm right here. Uh, you guys suck at making toys for kids because you don't understand that kids want to play with toys. You market T-shirts that are god awful. Um, there's a lot of opportunities you're missing. If you go on Etsy and just type in Star Wars and just see what fans are coming up with, they are a thousand percent cooler than the stuff that you're making. Uh, you're really missing a lot of money you could be making. Um, find some of these people. Offer them a deal. Like, offer them a percentage. Say, hey, can we sell some of your shirts at a price? I mean, you're really missing out. Uh, not that anyone from Disney is listening to me, but you're, you are missing the boat big time. Um so yeah, I didn't I didn't feel compelled to buy myself anything Disney-ish there. Um cuz it was dumb. Just about everything they had for sale was dumb. Um they just they, they don't understand they don't understand the people who are wanting to buy things that are related to the items they're selling. They're just selling generic crap. So, sorry Disney, uh you're really missing the boat on your marketing and your merchandising. Just missing it. Now, overall as a whole, um, let me talk about the trip. Uh, the last night we were able to um, not only eat at Art Smith's and do our shopping and ride Guardians that morning, but we had the park hopper so we could go into Disney that night and see the fireworks. And man, it is cool. The digital mapping on the castle is awesome. We were able to get up, fr up towards the front. Great seats. Um, the weather cooperated beautifully. It wasn't too hot. There was a nice breeze going. And, uh, and we had a great time and that was our whole trip. 
um, things that I liked and disliked. Okay, I'm going to include that a little video or a little audio on the end of this of a conversation that we had at a restaurant on the last night that mom and Dan were here. I got their opinions on their favorite rides. Um, for me, the plus is the parks are still iconic. Um, the new rides are amazing. Um, the old rides, there's some rides that really are, are, um, lackluster, I guess would be the best word. Um, we noticed that there was a lot of trash on the ground, which there normally isn't. Uh, the transportation was great. Uh, all of the transportation that we took was super efficient and super maintained and very user-friendly. Um, I guess the use of the Skyliner has allowed them to free up a lot of buses and a lot of bus drivers so that there was never a huge wait for things as far as getting around the place, uh, which was very nice. Uh, we've had it in the, in the past where we waited for a very long time for stuff like that. Um, I'm going to do their survey online and kind of give them some input. Um, our room maintenance, um, we took the do not disturb off the door twice in a week and they never came. And the one time they did come, we were taking a nap and they opened the door. I was like, what? Why? You got the do not disturb on the door. Why would you open the door? Um, so anyway, but overall, great week, great time. And now it's time to pay the price, as Tim the Tracker says. So I'm going to include the little clip of the uh, our conversation. And uh, I'll wrap this up at the end by saying, cue the cow. All right. So what was your favorite ride or show in the last four days here at Disney World? Well, favorite shows would be um, the Hall of Presidents, truly. Um, the Mickey Mouse Fantasia, Fantasmic, um, the light shows at night, those have been awesome. Yeah, but what was your favorite ride? Oh, so rides. I like the Slinky Dog yeah. a lot. I like the one you shoot, whatever that one was. Toy Story Mania. Toy Story Mania. Yeah. I like that. Tron was intense. I mean, it was like being on the back of a Kawasaki again, going 90 <laughs> miles an hour. Um, let's see. I liked Frozen. Frozen was nice. Um, gosh, there were so many of them. They're all really good. They do a good so job. Good. Yeah. Um, you ready? All right, Dan, what was your favorite show? Probably the Hall of the Presidents. Hall of Presidents. And the ride to be Gardens of the Galaxy. Gardens of the Galaxy. <laughs> See, he knew, what he, he knew what he liked right there. All right, honey, what was oh, your... Oh, the Star Trek, the Millennium Falcon. The Millennium Falcon? That was so Even cool. though you crashed us a lot? Yeah. Well, I would be a gunner next time. <laughs> I couldn't be a pilot again. That freaked me out. Guardian of the Galaxy, definitely. Guardians of the Galaxy was your favorite ride? Yeah. All right, what was your favorite show? My favorite show, I would have to say my favorite show, I'm Mickey's Fillmore Magic. Still one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. If we get back, I'd probably get the fireworks show first night. 
the well, first yeah, night. Well, yeah, if we're talking, if we're talking show yeah. like that, then at the, at the Walt Disney World, show, yeah, yeah. happily ever show, after, the happily ever after, happily ever Kingdom. after, yeah, yeah that, was, uh, that was fabulous. Tinkerbell going off down that thing with that sparkly yes outfit on and in the. All right, I gotta say, for my favorite ride was Guardians of the Galaxy. Also, I thought that was really, that was impressive. Tron was cool, but Guardians of the Galaxy really blew me away. Um, I just didn't expect it to be so interesting and so cool and so smooth and fun. Yeah, but don't eat before you get on there. Well, whatever. I mean, it, it wasn't that bad. I, I really, I was concerned about that one because I had heard people say that it has motion sickness yeah. issues that that ride. That's the only thing for me was having had motion sickness. It, it made me a little queasy, and yeah. I was like, thank God I did not eat yeah. before I got on that. Because okay. I would have been chunk, chunking up chunks. Um, I mean, I, I thought y'all did good with Tron right off the bat since oh, I, yeah. I, I threw you right on Tron the first day. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I hope this is okay. It was like... It was like riding a motorcycle. It wasn't bad. No. It was. It was good. There was that initial takeoff, and then it was just like, That initial oh, wow. takeoff was so yeah. wild. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, what? Yeah. But now, um, to me, the launch on Guardians is nothing like that. No. Yeah. It is backwards, but it's nowhere near no, as fast. No, no, yeah. Nowhere near as fast. Uh, I would say for favorite show for me is... It's probably still Hall of Presidents. It's, it's, it's a really great show. I love I love Mickey's Heart Feel Heart Magic. I love the even the the moment where Ariel comes out with her hands and and she does the and I mean every time I, I see it I'm like oh this always gets me you know but yeah the Hall of Presidents yeah the smell and yeah. the stuff splattering you and stuff. And, yeah. And I like Ratatouille. I thought Ratatouille was I thought Ratatouille was good. Ratatouille, good. Ratatouille yeah. gives you the aspect of that you're scurrying around on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I wish that I wish that Rise of the Resistance had been smoother. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that, that didn't work glitchy. out well for us. It was glitchy. Uh, it did not look like it did when we first wrote it. Yeah. Um, like, like she was saying, Kylo Ren was originally there in a screen where he <clears throat> would come at you and then he would get blasted out of the glass. Yeah. And they've changed that up now where he's in a ship outside the window. It was also, when we went by the big guns, when we originally went by they the big guns, move. they used to move back and forth, yeah. which is why you go back and forth as they're shooting because you used to have to miss hitting them and, and they weren't moving at all. And just the whole transition of the thing not working sort of sort of made the experience different. You don't know what they truly would just to get it working right. Right. Oh yeah, they I'm may sure have they, they may have bypassed some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it was also cool being where Star Wars, where the Millennium Falcon was at, and yeah. being able to see like the. Um, what Luke used to ride out in the... In the little speeder, the desert, desert speeder. speeder. Yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff was so cool to see that kind of stuff. And C-3PO and, you know, all the yeah. droids and that was kind of... Well, I don't, know, I don't know about you, but the first time I saw the Millennium Falcon, I was just, I was blown away. I was like, it's right here. Like, holy cow. Like, and I guess when you watch it on the movies, you don't think about yourself in scale of how it would look. But you look at the movies and you go, oh, this is the scale. And it's it's great. It's so cool. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah. It was so yeah. cool. And the stormtroopers walking around. 
Darth Vader walking around. Was that like, wasn't Darth Vader. That was, no, um, that was um, Kylo Ren. Kylo, Kylo Ren. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That was. Yeah. I told Dolores. I said the only thing. I said I, I think I would have lost it if Ahsoka had been walking around and I was wearing Ahsoka's shirt. I don't know why they haven't had Ahsoka walk around yet. Because it has something to do with the timeline. Okay, so they haven't That's released a you show. Won't, you won't see Darth Vader walking. You won't. There's. It's got something to do with timeline. Plus, people should not miss the Lion King. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Lion King show. Oh my gosh, that was so good. Yeah, people was... up on stilts. The yeah. monkeys doing all that gymnastics. Hey, ask what your favorite one was. Oh, all, all of them. All you can. You can have. You can say all of them. That's yeah. fine. They were all good. I mean, Country Bear is dated, obviously, but blood on the ground. <laughs> well, it wasn't as hokey as the birds. The tiki room. <laughs> the tiki, 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 tiki room. Yeah. yeah. That was hokey. Yeah, that one is a lot. That was hokey. So I would say overall our experience has been great because we got to do this with you guys, and that's been fun. Oh, listen, it was great having a tour guide and somebody who was on at 7 to get us the lightning. Yeah. And I was, I was, listen, I was nervous about the Genie Plus and the Lightning Lane thing we'd too because oh we'd never done it. But it is, it is easy to figure out if you just go ahead and tell yourself you're going to buy all of it anyway. So it was, it was the bomb. Yeah, it's it's and then the once you buy it, figuring it out is easy. But yeah. it is fun to walk by everybody else who didn't get it and go. Ha-ha. We missed the train. I still like to Universes buy, buy your pass and it's done. Yeah. 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 yeah I don't I do. I'm not crazy about the whole seven o'clock in the morning thing. Yeah. That that's is. Yeah. That's but also, you can't cram everything into a day unless you get up at seven in the morning. Well, so. Well, <laughs> you can have to start cramming in just to get it into the day. That's true. But now there's also spring break week that they just had here, what, last month? Yeah. Genie Plus would sell out. I said people would be online, and within two or three minutes, all of the Genie Plus would be gone. You couldn't even purchase it, even if you wanted to. Yeah. And I have to say, being kissed by Mickey Mouse. And oh yeah. Oh that yeah, was yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was the best show. Yeah. Wa- watching, watching my my wife and my mom lose it whenever they got to hug and kiss Minnie and Mickey Mouse. That was probably the best show. Oh yeah, the little kid, the little girl that wanted to stay, and she was like, "I want to stay." Oh, that was so heartbreaking. Yes, she redeemed her squealing. Yeah. By being so adorable. Listen, she she went from happy you know it to I don't want to go really fast. Yeah, she loved Mickey Mouse. Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. We can do that. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed this as much as I enjoyed doing it. And uh, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends. And as always, cue a cow. Cue a cow. Move, baby. <laughs>